Continuing our discussion of Vishnu Sahasranama, name 897, Sanat, particularly discussing the meaning of Sanat, a name for Vishnu, as time. In the last talk, I spoke mostly about secular, philosophical, and scientific approaches to understanding time. And I finished the talk by saying how time, Kala, is identified as one of the five principal subjects of the Bhagavad Gita. In this talk, I'm going to discuss more about the Vaishnava understanding of the influence and effects of time. Four major categories, which we'll discuss as we go on with this discussion of time. It's one of those names in Vishnu Sahasranam, which I'm taking several talks to discuss in some detail. The Vaishnava understanding of time, we can place in four main categories. That Krishna is time, or putting it another way, time is a manifestation of Krishna. Another point, point number two, Krishna as the time factor causes the material creation to come into being. The material creation exists during a period of time and whatever goes on is affected by Lord Vishnu as the maintainer by the agency of time and ultimately in course of time the whole material creation is wound up for the living point number three for the living beings within the orbit of time or the ambit of time it has very serious effects on them the living beings are very much affected by time however the spiritual world is free of time's destructive influence. So these are the points we're going to be discussing in the upcoming talks. Time is Vishnu, the unfolding of events that are made possible by time, by which we understand that there is time. That's all sustained by Vishnu. Uh, that is the way to understand time, apart from all the secular, philosophical, and scientific analyses of time. Vishnu is well known as the bearer of the lotus, the disc, the conch, and the club, and time is often equated 
with the chakra, the Sudarshan chakra. Time is often called Kala chakra, the wheel of time, with the understanding that what goes around comes around. Time is cyclic. In the, the ages are cyclic. We'll get back to that later also. And also, we are, uh, as on a wheel, we, the conditioned living beings, we move up and down within the universe in different species of life. Our lives go through various phases of time, so we're on a wheel of time. And Kala Chakra often uh, is identified or 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 compared with the Sudarshan Chakra, uh, the wheel or the disc, the disc weapon in the hand of Lord Vishnu. Now we have upcoming names uh, in Vishnu Sahasranam, more than one. Chakri is one of them, which discusses or which means Lord Vishnu as the one who has the Sudarshan Chakra. So we'll be discussing Krishna willing. Sudarshan in much more detail later. I won't get into that much now. Uh, Sudarshan can be translated as the great or the very precise perception among the various translations. So time is that which sees everything, Vishnu sees everything that happens within time and within course of time he gives the living beings the just results of the activities they have performed. Here is a quote from Srimad Bhagavatam, Canto 3, Chapter 8, Text 21. Uh, from Srila Prabhupada's translation of this verse, time is the eternal wheel in the hand of Vishnu and generates the fear of death in the mind of the living entity. Time is not very easy to understand. If last talk I spoke about mysterious time and how the secular philosophers and scientists try to understand as far as they can, but they also find it bewildering. And even to understand from the Vaishnav perspective, because we're talking about uh, the energy of Vishnu, which is very difficult for us to understand. Uh, I'll get back to that later about understanding time for devotees. Here's an extract or quote from Srila Prabhupada's uh, talk, which he gave on 26th of December in 1974, which Srila Prabhupada said that Kal, the time factor, is the Supreme Personality of Godhead. It is above these 24 ingredients of material elements. It is in between the spiritual element and the material element, the via medium, that is Kala. <clears throat> this is a very profound statement. Time, Srila Prabhupada said, is Krishna. That's a reiterated statement in Shastra again and again. It is 
between the spiritual, it's the via medium between or the, the point of interaction between the spiritual and the material. Maya dakshena prakriti suyate sacharacharam. The material energy, which is inert, is activated. Saikshata by the Supreme Lord's glance, by his glance of spirit, his spiritual glance, material elements are activated and then the living beings are injected into material nature. Aparaya mitastranyang prakriting vidhime param jiva bhutang mahabahoyayedam dharyate jagat. The living beings are the ones that make the jagat, gachititi jagat. Jagat is that which is always moving. It means there's time. Time is required for movement. So the living beings, the, the spiritual energy, which in the, in the material situation is expressed as perverse desire to enjoy separately from Krishna. That is what makes the living beings make the material world go on, the universe go on, like the mouse in a treadmill running frantically, getting nowhere, and just the wheel is spinning purposelessly. So in the same way, time is that element which is the interface between the, the living beings' desire and the material nature which they attempt to exploit. Suyate sacharacharam hetunaninakonteyajagadviparivartate Due to their desire to exploit the material nature, uh, they're injected within the material nature, they identify, identify with the material nature, and the time element brings a creation into existence, and the living beings are impelled to <clears throat> perform various activities according to their desires. Ishvara Sarva Bhutanam Hridesha Junatishtati Brahmayan Sarva Bhutani Yantra Rudhani Mayaya. Brahmayan, Krishna says, I make them travel, I make them move, the living beings within material nature who are situated on a, a body which is made of material nature. So Krishna impels them to move. <coughs> Or rather, in another way to put it is, the, the desires of the living beings impels them to enter different situations and Krishna organizes all of that. Time is Krishna. Ahamevakshaya kala, Krishna says in Bhagavad Gita. From the purport of this verse, Gita 10, chapter 10, text 33, Srila Prabhupada says, among all kinds of killers, time is the ultimate because time kills everything. Time is the representative of Krishna because in due course of time there will be a great fire and everything will be annihilated. We should discuss this. We should discuss this. This is our situation in the material world. Mm. Bhagavatam, Canto 1, Chapter 13, Text 17. 
insurmountable, eternal time imperceptibly overcomes those who are insanely attached to family affairs and are always engrossed in their thought. Time catches up as we're involved in family affairs. It's, it's astonishing from the perspective of someone who has been fortunate enough to study and contemplate the message of Bhagavad Gita and Srimad Bhagavatam. It is astonishing how people up to practically the last breath in their body go on with their family affairs as if it's never going to come to an end. Hmm. We should discuss this. Because time does take us out of that situation and puts us into another situation again and again and again. The Bhagavatam speaks of time which awakens the fate of beings. We, in, in, we get a certain body. Within that body, we have a certain amount of karma to burn off or to enjoy or suffer. And time, the time factor places us in different. That means Krishna places us in different, at different times we get different bodies. So, okay, in, in the human life, in one human life, we perform so many activities. So now we have so many karmas to enjoy or suffer. And we require different kinds of bodies for that. So we get a gorilla body, say to burn off a certain kind of, a certain set of karmas and desires. Then we get a crocodile body. And we, so it's within a certain time frame, within a certain matrix that is a certain body, that time awakens the fate of beings. It is that when we get the body of a crocodile, we're forced to look like a crocodile, think like a crocodile, act like a crocodile. We carry our concepts of life from body to body as the air carries aromas. And time awakens a certain uh, block of consciousness at a certain time. Because of our previous activities, karmic results, we have what is called destiny. Destiny is not just something completely blind. It's based on what we have done previously. So it all unfolds in time under the direction of Vishnu, awakening us to various desires and impelling us to act according to them. Same example we can give. When we're in the body of a crocodile, we are impelled to think and act like a crocodile. We have to have very sinful desires to get such a body. Crocodile, snake, mosquito, there are so, there are so many envious living beings because in their human life, they behaved in such a nasty way. They cultivated such nasty thoughts that they're impelled by time to take such a such bodies 
Vijayadvaj Tirtha, a Sri Vaishnava commentator on the Bhagavatam, identifies time with the fate of the individual souls necessary for, for the fruition of their karmas. So that summarizes what I've just been saying. <laughs> time unfailingly directs each step of the creative process. We talk about or we learn about from Bhagavatam about the creative process of the whole universe. But creation of the universe, that's one kind of creation, but new bodies are created all the time. Time is there always to bring everything together, pull it apart. One Bhagavatam commentator calls time animesha, winkless. Time doesn't wink. There's no time out for time. So this certainly goes beyond, or it's, it's a very different perspective to that of the uh, secular philosophers and scientists who I who I was quoting in the last talk, such as Einstein, Augustine. Of course, Einstein was philosopher and a, uh, a saint. He's known as a saint among the Christians. But however far Einstein, Augustine, Stephen Hawking, and others may have gone in their analysis of time, the Bhagavatam can actually confirm some of the things that they say. Uh, for instance, both in the Bhagavatam or the Sankhya understanding, the Vedic understanding of time, time is perceived and measured in terms of movements. But there are... So it's not that we reject everything that Einstein and Augustine and all these say, uh, but also the Vedic philosophy gives perspectives which uh, these Western secular philosophers have no privy to, especially because, well, one area that they don't have privy to is they don't, accept and therefore cannot understand at all the basic existential fact that we are living beings transmigrating from body to body. Reincarnation is a fact and time affects all of this. So they're completely out of sync in the darkness about this major basic existential fact uh, which is intricately linked with time. From the Shastra, we learn about the influence of time. Here's a, a very powerful and a, a frightening verse from Bhagavatam. Uh, 
I remember the first time I read it, and still every time I read it, I was really struck by it. It's, it's one of those, actually all the verses should make you stop and think, but this one really, it really impacted me. It's Bhagavatam, Canto 3, Chapter 30, Text 1. I still remember in Bhaktivedanta Mana, it must have been 1975 I first read that. That was really struck me. And uh, yeah, okay, here's the verse, Srila Prabhupada's translation. It's the first <clears throat> verse in the chapter called The Movements of the Living Entities. And it is very, very powerful in this whole chapter in describing the pitiable condition of the living beings in human bodies who are forgetful of Krishna. The verse goes as follows, Srila Prabhupada's translation. As a mass of clouds does not know the powerful influence of the wind, a person engaged in material consciousness does not know the powerful strength of the time factor by which he is being carried. An example of this was several times given by Srila Prabhupada in his talks, and he also put it in his purport to Bhagavad Gita uh, verses 11 and 12, sorry, chapter 16, verses 11 and 12. Srila Prabhupada writes, we have personal experience of a person of such demoniac mentality who even at the point of death was requesting the physician to prolong his life for four years more because his plans were not yet complete. Such foolish people do not know that a physician cannot prolong life even for a moment. When the notice is there, there is no consideration of the man's desire. The laws of nature do not allow a second beyond what one is destined to enjoy. So there we are. That's, that is a demonstration in the life of a man who is dying, asking the doctor, prolong my life, prolong my life. I have so many things to do. And the physician said, sorry. That is a demonstration of the fact that a person in material consciousness does not know the powerful strength of the time factor by which he is being carried. In the course of preparing this series of talks, there came to my mind a phrase, no time to die, which had somehow come in my consciousness. And I, I looked it up and it's the name of a James Bond movie. Probably those in India, good for them, don't know what a James Bond movie is. Uh, so I, I, I must have seen the title on billboards when I was in the West or something. So it was in no time today. So I looked it up and said, what's it? It's a, it's a James Bond movie and it's called No Time to Die. And you don't have to get into all the details of what the plot is. But the idea is... It's the same idea as the demoniac 
person who Srila Prabhupada described who thinks that, well, I'm too busy, I don't have time to die, but death doesn't wait. You can't say, I have no time to die. It's time to die, you have to die. Huh. Time sweeps everything away. As Krishna said to Muchukunda, I'll speak more about Muchukunda later, but to Muchukunda, who had out, outlived his previous situation, he'd slept through eons, Krishna told him, the children, queens, relatives, ministers, advisors, and subjects who were your contemporaries are no longer alive. They have all been swept away by time. Swept away. Taken. Just like you may see the strong waves on the beach, on the on the eastern coast of India, in Puri or Chennai, for instance, the waves are very strong. And if, if you put something on the beach just where the waves are, if you have the, you can just be taken away. You just can't resist it. Just taken away. So, everything, all things must pass, says the Bible. George Harrison made a, triple album with that name all things must pass it's a good meditation to begin our spiritual life or to begin our philosophical inquiry here's a quote from bhagavatam canto 10 chapter 15 text 19 about kala time kalo balian balinam those of you who can understand some basic Sanskrit, Kala means time. Balian Balinam refers to strength. Kalo Balian Balinam Bhagavan Ishvaro Vyayaha. Vyayaha means inexhaustible. Praja Kaliate Kriran Pashupalo Yata Pashun. Inexhaustible time, stronger than the strong. You may be a very big, strong man with a big army, there's different kinds of strength, physical strength, or the, the strength of a military commander protected by so many soldiers. But time will get you. Bhagavan, the supreme controller, Abhyayaha is inexhaustible. He doesn't become tired. Our body, however strong it is, will eventually cease to be strong and cease to exist. We cannot fight with time. This verse goes on to say, like a herdsman moving his animals along, he moves mortal creatures as his pastimes, kalayate, he makes them move. Uh, Muchukunda, speaking to Krishna, Srila Prabhupada relates it in his Krishna book. I'm reading from Krishna book what Muchukunda said to Krishna. Having 
heard about the demise of uh, becoming aware of the demise of everything and everyone who he knew that not even their names are known in human society anymore. So Muchakunda said to Krishna, as the time factor, you end all our activities as a hungry black snake swiftly swallows up a small rat without leniency. A snake just catches a rat. The snake doesn't think, oh, poor rat probably has his friends and his relatives. There's no such consideration. The snake just gobbles up. So in the same way, time ends all our activities without concern. Oh, but my, my children, my country, my friends, my plans, my ambitions. Time swallows us up. Continuing. Due to the action of cruel time, the royal body, Muchukunda is referring to himself, he was a king, the royal body, which was always decorated with golden ornaments during life and which moved on a chariot drawn by beautiful horses or on the back of an elephant nicely decorated with golden ornaments and which was advertised as the king of human society, that same royal body decomposes under the influence of inevitable time and becomes fit for being eaten by worms and insects or turned into ashes or the stool of an animal. In other words, the human body, if you bury it, it gets eaten by various little bugs and worms. If you burn it, it turns into ashes. Or if it just falls down in a field, some jackals or vultures will come to eat it and the body turns into the stool of an animal, even though the same body was so uh, praised as a king previously. Muchukunda continues, this beautiful body may be recognized as a royal body while in the living condition, but after death the body of even a king is eaten by an animal and therefore turned into stool or is cremated in a crematorium and turned into ashes or put into an earthly grave where different kinds of worms and insects are produced of it. My dear Lord, we come under the full control of this inevitable time, not only after death, but also in a different way while living. We may think, well, time's going to catch up with us, we have to die. But even while, even while we're living, Mochakunda explains, time is controlling us. Mochakunda says, for example, I may be a powerful king, and yet when I come home after conquering the world, I become subjected to many material conditions. When I come back victorious, all subordinate kings may come and offer their respects. But as soon as I enter the inner section of my palace, I, must, I myself become an instrument in the hands of the queens. And for sense gratification, I have to fall down at the feet of women. 
we are impelled by time to seek out sense gratification. Therefore, we should hear from the Shastras, the, the scriptural teachings of transcendental knowledge, hear from the Acharyas, the great spiritual teachers, so that we can begin to extract ourselves from the clutches of time in which we are fully tangled by desire for enjoying material elements. The time factor, you may have noticed this has been spoken, this term, it's uh, in these talks. It's a term often used by Srila Prabhupada and it's, re it's repeatedly discussed in Bhagavatam. As we go through all the 12 cantos of Bhagavatam, we'll find that the time factor is a repeated uh, topic within Bhagavatam. We study from, uh, well, in the first canto we have uh, in the discussion of Dhritarashtra, how uh, it's discussed there how time he was oblivious to the effect of time even though he was at the end of his time in that body he was still attached to whatever there was left to be attached to after all his sons had been killed that's in the first canto. Then in the last canto, the twelfth canto, we have a discussion of the different kinds of annihilation that are affected by time. We'll get through to that. In the tenth canto, apart from the discussion we had of Muchukunda, uh, we find time facilitating Krishna's pastimes as Krishna sees the... Uh, the time is right in the autumn, in, the time is right, the place is right in the autumn nights in Vrindavan uh, for performing Rasalila. So time is a major subject. In Canto 3 again, there's a lot of discussion of time in, in Canto 3 especially. Uh, Prabhavam Paurushang Prahu Kalam the influence of the Supreme Personality of Godhead is felt in the time factor or is said to be the time factor. From the Srila Prabhupada's purport to this, Srila Prabhupada says, the fear of death is the action of Kala or the time factor which represents the influence of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. In other words, time is destructive. Whatever is created is subject to destruction and dissolution, which is the action of time. I'll just add a little there. Whatever is created is subject to destruction in course of time. It is the action of time to destroy whatever we have created. Time is a representation of the Lord, and it reminds us also that we must surrender to the Lord. This whole series of talks I'm giving on time is to help remind myself and whoever may care to hear this, that time is that we should surrender to Krishna, 
now we now we're in the human life now is the time now is the opportunity to surrender to krishna continuing from the purport the lord speaks to every conditioned soul as time he says in bhagavad gita that if someone surrenders unto him then there is no longer any problem of birth and death we should therefore accept the time factor as the supreme personality of godhead standing before us sometimes people say have you seen god yes i've seen him you've seen him but do you recognize him the very fact that time is rolling on and if bringing into effect everything and destroying everything if we can recognize by hearing shutikshita pata we should see god by hearing about him then we can recognize the presence of the supreme lord everywhere in the form of time he's right there right standing before us he's behind us he's up down in all the directions from prabhupad's purport to canto 3 chapter 24 text 37 the time factor is so pressing that in course of time everything within this material world is spoiled or lost we're talking about destruction here now vishnu is connected particularly among the trimurti the three forms brahma vishnu mahesh mahesh means shiva of the three forms brahma is particularly equated with creation vishnu with maintenance and shiva with destruction but all of these functions are within the ambit of time which is vishnu the destruction factor which we're hearing about a lot which is a major effect of time which is stressed so much in the bhagavatam because it is a major cause of suffering which we should be aware of it's a, we should be aware of the ignorance that we are passing on as if there won't be destruction we should be aware of that from the mahabharat we have the insight of yudhishthira maharaj ahanyahani bhutani gachanti hayamalayam shesha stavara ichanti kimascharyam atav param that every day so many people are dying and going to hell but those who are presently alive and who have not died yet are going on as if they're not going to die what is more wild crazy mad strange unusual than this so destruction is there mahakal the great time or the great dis- destroyer this name is particularly associated with lord shiva destruction is time which is vishnu but particularly that function is overseen by lord shiva and of course in ujjain there is the very famous temple of mahakala lord shiva so it's all quite complex <laughs> uh the basic point we have to understand what is time how we're influenced by time 
how we should understand time to be Vishnu. We'll find in the Bhagavatam, there's so much discussion of the place and the function of time in the creation of the universe and destruction of the universe and everything else. Uh, Krishna willing, next time we'll discuss uh, more about this from the Bhagavatam. There's so much in the Bhagavatam about time and from other sources also. Vancha kalpataru pyaschakipa sindubya evacha patitanam pavanebhyo vaishnavebhyo namo namaha. Dante nitaya chuin turnakang pavayone patir kritvacha kakushatam eta daham bravimi. He sadhava sakala eva vihaya durad doranga chanda charne kultanuragaha. Parivadatu jano yata tata va nanumukaro navayang vicharyamaha. Hari rasa madira madati matab huvi vilutama nartama nirvishama. Hari Krishna Hari Krishna 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 Hari 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 Rama Hari Rama 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 Hari Hari.